0: Welcome to the Dental Amigos podcast with Dr. Paul Goodman and attorney Rob Montgomery, taking you behind the scenes of the dental business world, all the things you didn't learn in dental school but wish you had rob is not a dentist and paul is not a lawyer but since rob is a lawyer we need to tell you that this podcast is for informational purposes only and shouldn't be considered legal advice listening to this podcast does not and will not create an attorney-client relationship as is always the case you should formally consult with legal counsel before proceeding with any legal matter learn more about the dental amigos at www.thedentalamigos.com and now Here are The Dental Amigos.
1: Hello, everyone. I'm Rob Montgomery. I'm joined, as always, by the head nacho himself, Dr. Paul Goodman. Great to be talking, Rob. It's good to see you, Paul. And welcome, everyone, to another episode of The Dental Amigos. We're deep into season one, Paul, talking about associate agreements from an associate perspective. There's a few more episodes left. We've uncovered a lot and dug into a lot of a deep nacho plate for these associates. I think so. Hopefully, it's a good resource for our listeners. And as we've said a couple of times in some of the earlier episodes, even if you are not an associate and if you're an employer, there's a lot of general interest information. We're talking about the same kind of thing. We're just talking about it from the associate's perspective. But as with most things in life, if you understand the other party's perspective, that can only be a good thing. So uh, today's episode, we are going to talk about tracking associate compensation. So uh, you, as the associate, you got your... uh, Your associate contract, it says that you're going to be paid 35% of collections. That sounds great. You show up for day one and you start practicing dentistry. Where's the money going to come from? How are you going to know that you're getting what is due to you? Uh, And I'm going to guess, you know, a spoiler alert, maybe at some point we're going to talk about this. Uh, It's not always so transparent.
2: Right. Like dentistry, it's it's overly complicated sometimes and causes all of us, practice owners, associates, team members, to go Mm -hmm. nacho nuts trying to track this to hope to deliver some value.
1: Yeah. I mean, I and I think, Paul, some of it's probably intentionally so. Yeah. And sometimes I find that when you deal with non-accounting professionals, so somebody other than a CPA with either bookkeeping or any kind of like business math, you know, there's a lot of times there's people that sort of do it their way. They've got their own little system and it works for them. And then you ask those people, can you please explain your system? And then, you know, post-it notes come out and there's like arrows and different color pen. And you're like, wow. I I'm might not
2: know all the, all the tools to leadership and being um, a good entrepreneur, but uh, not being able to explain your system doesn't seem like a good good start, Rob. Well, <laughs> Paul, do you think that there are more than a few
1: people out there that couldn't explain yes, their system?
2: Yeah, right. Exactly. That 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 falls into the, you know, and part of it, Rob, too, is just, you know, dentists having to wear so many different hats each day. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if we're talking yeah. about looking at it from an associate perspective, and we've talked about this in previous episodes, but is this the first time they've had an associate? or they had previous associate. If it's the first time, the tracking of compensation, there could be just things that the owner's unaware of, which I'm going to share, that happen without bad intention, but the impact of the associate is not getting paid.
1: Yeah, no doubt. And we talk about this in a couple of different contexts. The associate-employer relationship in a dental practice is different from an employer-employee relationship in most other businesses and industries because the associate for better or for worse, is like a quasi-partner right. of the practice for owner. Sure. You know, you they have to, if you're getting paid 35% of collections, they got to collect the money. Right. You know, 35% of what? If they've got these lousy fee schedules, you're stuck with that. Yeah. Uh, tracking how much uh, is, has been collected for your services and how much is due to you, you're an unwitting partner in that too. Yeah. So, you know, you have to kind of choose wisely. For uh, sure. And, you uh, it may not always be that somebody's acting maliciously but whether they're acting maliciously or sloppy right. the impact is the same same intention yeah. does not dictate out to them exactly to them. so let's uh, let's kick it off so um, when uh, what do you how do you factor in uh, the, the daily or monthly guarantee when you're uh, when you're tracking
2: I think it's a good starting point so in this choose your own adventure of associate life there's going to be some type of guarantee or not. If there's not some type of guarantee, just be aware that that leads to sometimes serious compensation challenges because if you're paid on what's collected, I know we're your favorite client here, Rob, and if you said to one of your associate attorneys, you know, do this entire asset purchase agreement for the Goodman brothers and we'll pay you if they pay you, right? But then does the attorney in your office, do they even handle the billing? I'm assuming no. So the associate, just so you know, you don't handle the billing. So getting paid, what I like to now call Rob, a yearly guarantee with bonus incentives. And what that means is you're gonna work for our office, 200 days, we're gonna pay you $120,000 with bonus incentives, 35% of your collections, but you're gonna get paid this $120,000 no matter what. So at some point, let's call it quarterly, it could be monthly, you're going to true up, reconcile, how much has been collected versus how much has been paid. And one of the things I'd like to bring to life is, just figuring out how much an associate has collected, especially a new one, is very challenging. And mm-hmm. here's the why. One, the practice management software, the Dentrix, the Open Dental, the things that run our office, always think that the owner is the main provider. So your your team, the front desk team, and this is important for associates, they must be able to see that the what has been billed out, the $1,000 crown, has been billed out under them as a provider. Because it's easy to do the work in your operatory, Rob. Patient get checked out. The practice management software is built out under Dr. Rob, the owner. Dr. Paul would never see that money.
1: Right. Right.
2: So it's the first step is, you know, what's that thing? Garbage in, garbage out. You know, it's kind uh-huh. of dramatic. Accuracy in. So the first thing is that. It must be accurate going into the practice management software, and why the daily or monthly or yearly guarantee is good is because at least you're getting paid each week, right. no matter what. Right. And at least you feel like, hey, I'm spending 36 hours in this office, and I'm making the equivalent of $120,000 a year, and I hope I get more later. If you're truly in a only you know what do they only eat what you kill, fairly dramatic for class <laughs> two composites, Rob. I think, uh, but if you're in that world, you may have these weird hills, roller coasters of pay, which I don't think rob are good for anyone. I mean, I don't know. If someone made a million dollars a year, right, do you think they want to make 900000 in January and then the rest over the rest of the year? It's probably not a really comfortable way to manage your money. I don't know. What do you think?
1: Well, there are people that probably like that and thrive off of that, but generally that's not what you would see in a professional practice, right? right? Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, especially if you have uh, student loans, car payments, mortgages. Nobody likes to hear like, just sit tight. I just need a few months. Like I got my, my big adjustments coming in, you know, in in a few months and I'll, I'll make good on all these. And what you can turn as an associate, you can have conversations with the practice owner with the,
2: within a respectful way by saying, you know, we don't, I don't like Rob when I do five crowns on a patient and they say, I'll pay you later because I don't know if I'm going to get paid. What if they don't get paid? So we create a financial agreement with our patient. Well, now as the associate, if you're doing the five crowns and the practice owner says, I'll pay you later, that doesn't feel comfortable because you've been sweating on the outside, crying on the inside, doing this work, and then you haven't been compensated for it. So the first kind of three points on my list are look to get a guarantee of some sort. I think that will help your morale. I think that helps with tracking. As a practice owner, for practice owners out there, I know we're going to do a season on that. But you know what's interesting, Rob? I don't want to have like a... $20,000 Twenty thousand dollar payment to my associate—that all pops up out of nowhere. Right. I'd it's rather pay trick. five thousand dollars along the way. Sure. It's easier to manage it that way. So, yeah. look for the guarantee.
1: Well, you know, too, Paul, like, if if you're an associate and the owner can't tell you that yes, I guarantee you're going right. to make X here, like how do you know what you're stepping into? Right. You know, exactly. and it, it's it's got to be some level of commitment. Yeah, uh, totally. Like, come here. I mean, how, how, try to think about it. how many other jobs and professions and careers is like, come work for me. How much will I make? I have no idea. Right. Well, f- well let's see. You'll be very let's busy. See. Busy yeah. is a
2: feeling, not a fact. So what I share is yeah. if you're a practice, if you're talking to a practitioner as an associate and they're not willing to offer a guarantee, it is an orange to red flag. And just mm-hmm. ask more questions about that. Mm-hmm. Um, the power of the paper day sheet to me is, and you, we've talked about this in other amigo episodes every day you go to work you get a day sheet a sheet from dentrix or open dental of what you've done i know it's very trendy rob for no one to have paper even though i'm glad when you print out these papers for me but this is the time you want paper because a you want to check off that everything that was done was accurate you don't want to commit accidental fraud as i said where someone's Uh billed out for more Uh or more likely you want to catch rob any of those procedures that they've accidentally assigned to the practice owner that you did Mm -hmm. so the day sheet is something that you keep track of, make sure it's right by the time you leave, and literally keep it in a binder or folder so that when there comes time to reconcile your pay, you have some evidence of, hey, I did all this work here. Yeah. Because I will tell you, Rob, not many dentists really know how to work the practice management software, owners right. and associates included. Sure. So you're relying on the office manager. I don't know, Rob, have you, have you heard Um, there's been some turnover in dental offices <laughs> where people leave?
1: A couple of clients have yeah. mentioned yes. that, Paul, so recently.
2: I, I, you know, that's yeah. happened to us, too. So sometimes, like, if if I had to do the practice management reports, the pair associate, well, then they wouldn't get paid or I'd have to guess. Right. I have no idea how to do it. Yeah. And that's why the office manager, the front desk team members are are your ally in this, but i will tell you i we have like 6 to 8 dentists working with us it's a lot
1: of work you yeah, Well, we do how many right. how many procedures are you talking about inputting yeah, right, you yes. know, i mean in a month i mean, I mean wait like Think about that. Yeah, I mean, charges could easily
2: be sixteen to thirty charges a day, right? For right. For, your, for you, you're working twenty days. You now have six six hundred charges there out. Right? How hard it, it's so difficult, right. To be accurate with those charges, times
1: six. If you have six people in right, yeah, practice, thousands. right? I mean, and, I,
2: and then um that does insurances never admit this but sometimes they make an error sometimes they right. ch- send a check for dr paul goodman but it was supposed to be for dr jeff goodman It doesn't matter as partners but if they send a check for dr paul goodman that was meant for one of our associates my front desk team doesn't magically know that the whole thing's messed up right. so right. so i think keeping track of your date couple takeaways is look for a guarantee because you're getting paid something and then when you reconcile it's not a big de- as big a deal for either one Keep your paper day sheets. The guarantee should be a no matter what payment, not right. a draw, as we talked about. Right.
1: Uh, well, let's talk about the draw in, in a second too. So, uh, you know, the other thing too with these uh, guaranteed uh, minimums or daily pays is if you're paid a percentage of collections in a PPO practice, yeah, uh, like there's no money coming in right. for yeah. a few months. So, like
2: you better plan part too, right? Exactly. You have to pay your rent, you pay your bills, and it just doesn't feel good to me. Mm-hmm. So. I you know uh, share this all the time I've never handed an associate a contract I wouldn't have signed myself you've made all of ours but mm-hmm. I want it to be a win-win. I want it to be a good thing, but I want it to make sense for both parties. So that's why I say, hey, let's pay this safety net guarantee, and we hope you make more. Right. And at the end, end each quarter, each interval, you'll figure out when you want to, you know, square up, reconcile. It could be monthly, it could be quarterly, but a lot of times the owner is trailing, you know, in what they paid you, which is no problem because I'm investing in the associate, right. and they eventually catch up. See, it's not a draw rob if people just think of it this way. You're going to work here for a year and make $120,000. At the end of the year, we're going to take a look at your collections and times it by a third. And if that's 200, we take we subtract 120 and give you a check for $80,000. That's an easy way of, that's an oversimplification of how we do it, but mm-hmm. we just reconcile more frequently than that. Mm-hmm. And so far, it's worked out very well. I will share that you know, you've you known some of our associates. Um they're tech savvy, create your own Excel spreadsheet. Keep track of everything yourself. It might right. help you, you know, we can kind of give a bonus that could help you when you buy a practice, right, Rob? Where sure. you say, hey, I'm producing $62,000 a month.
1: Well, that's that's a question that, that most yeah. lenders are going to ask. You know, certainly if you're doing startup or or an acquisition. Um, let's just dial back for a second. Sure. Uh, a draw or a guarantee Yeah. could be two different things. Yes. So when you talk about a guarantee, that's easy. Everybody knows what that means. You're you're you are guaranteed that you will make at least that much yeah. money. A draw can either be recoverable or non-recoverable. Yeah. And that's a great way to put it. Uh, and if it's a recoverable draw, that means that you may have been, you know, down yeah. for one month, but then the next month that you're up, you're not going to get that up part. Right. That's going to get netted out against the time that you were down so that maybe you break even a monthly, I'm sorry, a daily or monthly guarantee is you're going to get that this month, period. And then whatever happens next month, you start over again. You don't have this sort of, you know, fluid thing that, you know, may at the end of the day end up where- Or if you leave, you don't get paid or you like we talked about. So I think the
2: recoverable or non-recoverable is such a great point to point out. And I think, you know, if I was just giving some general advice, having done this for a long time, you know, look to make a aggressive- yearly guarantee. So you think to yourself, you know what? The last associate collected $600,000. So I'm going to tell this dentist they're going to get a $170,000 guarantee, and then maybe they just get like $30,000 extra. Mm-hmm. I think that creates such a good relationship between the two parties. I think associates, if I can share this with you, I probably thought the same way even when I worked for my own dad. I thought, I'm making my dad, you know, I see what's getting billed out. Yeah, said, I'm making right. my dad so much money. But kind of in a spoiler, Rob, a well-run practice with associates, they may have like 10% profit, 15% profit. Right. It's not this dramatic amount of profit that a practice owner is has having an associate. So it's just for associates to be aware that one day you may be an owner too, and you're gonna learn a lot through this process of how to compensate
1: people fairly, ethically, responsibly, but also in a way that makes sense. Mm-hmm. That's good. It's great advice. Thanks. And I and I like the paper day sheet too. Yeah. I mean, even and you know, you can do it on Excel, that's cool. But maybe you do an Excel where you write into it. And if you really hate retaining paper and you want to be paperless, you can scan it and shred it and recycle it. Scan
2: it it into your scanner, you know, keep iPhone notes, you know. And here's, I mean, a a quick one I'll ask you, Rob. I know uh, this is mainly a a Paul-driven episode, but let's say you leave a practice and you've been terminated, but you want to get money back and now you're not an employee. Are they allowed, can you look at the practice management software? Is there a HIPAA violation? Will they let you? What can
1: you do? So, I mean- Prevent that from happening. Well, the answer is maybe, maybe right. not. But you know that's not a good place to be either, because either you're doing something that's maybe illegal, maybe not illegal, but you may have your your access and your login turned off. I mean, if if the practice has right. their eye on the ball, they are going to change your password or terminate your access. Now, yeah, I mean, it, um, just to add it to the layers of insanity
2: for practice owners. Like, I feel like we're supposed to change our password while we're changing our password. They're like, change everybody's docking station every other day, right? I'm like, you know, Mm -hmm. we've made so many layers of things. You know, we've all been trying to log into a bank account where they're asking your third grade teacher, you go, was that Mrs. Green or I don't remember. And there's a lot of that in running a dental practice. And that's why I just, my message to associates with these things, with spreadsheets, day sheets, guarantees, um, making sure the practice management software has accuracy in when it's being input, Is just try to get paid along the way so you're not waiting for a $60,000 check Mm -hmm. because, in those scenarios, usually something has gone off script. Right. When someone messages me on Dental Notches and says, This practice owes me $60,000 nothing happy happy has ever come after that
1: message <laughs> no and you know seriously and ha- what good does it serve on either side as yeah. you said it's not like the practice is taking that and investing it right you know yes. like it's just sitting in that bank right. account someplace and you know ultimately the check gets written and when the check gets written it's probably a somewhat painful process for right. the practice right even though the associate knows they know the associate has deserved it they're happy with it here's your check for 60 grand you know oh <laughs> you know, right. meanwhile you know they've been watching the associate eat peanut butter and jelly for yeah, the last yeah. two months right. because this money is just sitting someplace, not being used by right. anybody before it gets paid. So it doesn't, there's really no no upside with with that. Yeah. So I think, you know, tra- I never
2: realized this until I really had an associate, our first one, how complex it is to track all of these charges. So, to, I mean, you know, you would probably... Go crazy, Rob! If you had those many charges in your business, we probably have more charges in a month than sometimes you have in a year, dude. You know, yeah, yeah. Well, well, think about that.
1: You've seen you, you know what legal bills look yeah. like. You know, it's like every single thing you yeah, do is right. a guess, charge. Yeah, guess, so, yeah. so, you know, but it's, what's
2: interesting for you for you guys, and I know you have different different nuances, is we also have such a wide ranging things where some things cost fifty thousand dollars, and then other things literally cost thirty two dollars. Right, and kind of. Keeping track of all those charges sure. just can just be so challenging. So that's why as an associate, you're part of the team. You know, I mean, I'll share authentically. I say to our associates, "Where's your Excel thing? How much do we owe you?" And then I go to the office manager, and, and he goes, Does "That sound right?" And then we pay them. Yeah. But if they never figure it out themselves, like Jeff and I are not usually taking the time on the weekends to try to figure it out. Yeah. Our so, our office manager is there to help, but they mm-hmm. have a lot on their plate. Mm-hmm. So this is your compensation. It's such a great practice for when you become a practice owner as an associate to really see and also sometimes you're going to see uh the adjustments from insurances and cry a bit inside you know that was a thousand dollars now it's 600. i also put a a note here about special special adjustments you know this is just more of a morale based thing sometimes let's say my associate sees my cousin you know maybe they don't have insurance and they just get charged 50 percent of the fee Usually you just have to do it for that. I mean, my message to associates is, is if the owner isn't taking advantage of that and offering it, asking yeah. you to do it too much. I don't know. I don't know what you think, Rob, is sort of a team building thing. But sometimes yeah. there's special adjustments. But mm-hmm. then the other side is if they're asking you, maybe you've seen this, to redo the work of the past associate for free, now yeah. that might be out of bounds. Yeah. Or would be out of bounds, right? It
1: probably depends what it is, yeah, still. So you and have and how to be,
2: frequently. You have to have these conversations. Mm-hmm with your practice owner and I don't, I don't know rob maybe one of the themes i kind of and you know i hope we inspire our associate listeners and practice owners to have better conversations dentistry dentistry they can walk into an operatory and tell someone that they need all their teeth out right that's a pretty conflict driven conversation right right then they go into the dentist office and they can't get up the courage to say to the practice owner I think this was wrong for $100. So it's kind of my inspiration is to have these conversations before things get out of hand.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that's good. Well, look, that's the case with anything. Partnerships, associate relationships, as we said, these are sort of quasi-partnerships. But, um, you know, with that reconciliation, I think it's important to circle back for a second, you know, that you as an associate would like to see this reconciled frequently. Yeah. You know, annually, as you said, not so good. Quarterly, better. But yeah. not great, you know. Ideally, if you could, it would be nice to get this reconciled on a on a monthly basis. Especially if you're going to be owed money. Yeah, know?
2: and and the two parts I'll bring up to your point, Rob, is, you know, the more insurance driven the practice is, the more challenging it is because insurances will pay in weird intervals sometimes. The more, uh, just out of, and, and then also even if an office isn't insurance driven, Rob, they still have to have good collection systems. I'm sure there's attorneys out there that maybe have clients that haven't paid in a year. And they say, oh, right. yeah, Bill knows, owes me $70,000. I hope he pays one day. So really asking good questions on the interview about the financial arrangements is a really good point because you're going to be in those financial arrangements. And if they let Mrs. Smith pay $10 a month for her $5,000 care, it's going to be a long
1: time until those collections come in. Yeah, and that's something you probably want to find out sooner than yeah. later, right? And, how, and the only way you find out is when that gets reconciled. Well, let me ask you this too, sure. Paul. When you talk about tracking the compensation, you're saying, doing it on paper, doing a spreadsheet. Roughly, what, what are you doing? What are you putting on there as an associate? You you're know, putting you're on- Names, the, amounts, I, dates. I mean, like,
2: what's interesting is about the, it would probably be totally not nuts to put every single name down, but I know some of our associates have done that. And you also want to make sure you're cautious with any HIPAA things that you're you're sort of taking patient data. Mm-hmm. But this is more of just a, a financial tracking system where it's like on march 23rd it was today my charges were three thousand three hundred dollars i checked it off that they were accurate you know, when are the collections being tracked back to that? That's actually the hard part, Rob. Then you have to wait until the payments come in yeah. and say, oh, did Rob Montgomery's insurance pay for that crown? Well, how so do you do that? It, I
1: mean, from a practical standpoint. There's
2: actually really not a tremendously great system other yeah. than the office having good systems for it. Yeah. And then also when you're working there, I mean, some of our associates have been with us for five years, they they look at their own patients. I mean, that through through Dentrix, through Open open Dental, they may look at Rob Montgomery and say, oh, I billed out 1,000, why didn't Rob's insurance pay? And right. then they go ask the office manager. Uh-huh. So the the accuracy in is the easier part. The did this ever get paid stuff is kind of the... You know, I don't know if you that game whack-a-mole from down the shore. <laughs> yeah. it's like you've got to kind of whack-a-mole it, but it's your money. So, you know, I, I tell our associates, like, we want everything to be as accurate as possible. And then, you know, our systems are good where most of it's accurate, but even then we say, oh, yeah, this crown was not done by me and it was done by someone else, and they catch, catch errors on either side. So maybe whether it's at lunchtime or at the end of the day. One of the things that, one of my points would be, if I went back to be an associate and I was talking about this, I would stay 30 minutes later after every day just to kind of put attention on these things. Because mm-hmm. sometimes That's you want to run out of the office. Sure. But in that moment, when you have the debrief, it's best to just put attention on it, see where you're at, alert the office manager the next day. So probably a
1: lot more. Well, I mean, I'm probably definitely a lot more efficient, yes. too. I mean, like this is back in the in the old days before we had electronic billing you know lawyers and you know and associates would go and at the end of the month go and try to figure out what their time was for the right. month yes I'm you, sure, know, yeah. you would lose 20 or 30% and then it turns into this like job that you do for yeah. a day or two, trying to figure out what you did. Like, it's just waste of time. Right. When you're in the moment and you know, I was here today, these are the patients I saw, this is what I did, bang, that that could be like, you're saying stay a half hour. Yeah. You might be able to knock that out in five minutes. Right, it might even Try be nine Try doing yes. it at the end of the month for 20 days that you yeah, were in the office. That's right. Totally. Forget it, it could, it'll take
2: days and you'll miss stuff. Yeah, you'll, you'll miss stuff. And it's a bummer. It'll be to your disadvantage you miss stuff. And I actually just think, you know, in general, and I don't know if dentistry will move to this, there is just an overemphasis on this commission-based stuff in dentistry, which I don't think makes that much sense for associates. Like, mm-hmm. I think you've worked with specialists where you know they say, "Oh, you know, oral surgeons going to get paid four hundred thousand dollars as a salary, and then maybe you get a bonus at the end of the year." And that oral surgeon just because those oral surgeons they operate different, right? Yeah, they just want this person from different post ops to implants. I, I I think there's too much. Micro attention on like, did I do a crown? Did I do a filling? I would prefer my associates to kind of just be part of the game with us and mm-hmm. feel good. Mm-hmm. With you know, everybody likes incentives, mm-hmm. so you know, you know, in, in you know, I don't remember Kona, now. We're sound old in the year 2000. It was in the 1990s. Maybe in the year 2030, mm-hmm. I would love if general dental associates were like, this is a hundred sixty thousand dollar position. You know, you may get a $30,000 bonus at the end of the year, but we really don't want you to be overly concerned with, did you do two crowns or three fillings? We really want you to be concerned with your experience, learning, but that might be overly optimistic for our dental world. But some of the things we just outlined over the past 20 minutes is why you sometimes feel like this death by a thousand cuts.
1: Yeah, well, but that's uh, to your point. It's hard to mentor somebody when you've got this sort of economic thing that's floating out there. Like you might say this person would really benefit from kind of coming in contact with more patients, learning yeah. how to talk to the patients, and maybe that's, you know, doing hygiene checks and other things that are not as yeah, lucrative. Yeah, watching some of the other dentists, you know, uh, being involved with treatment planning. I just think,
2: that, you know, I think the chefs do it a lot better because like they watch a bigger, stronger chef, they do small procedures, mm-hmm. they, they realize that just being around this master chef allows them to absorb things that they can take to their own restaurants. Right. Dentistry's kind of, I know, and it's hard to student loans, the practicing, but I believe this there's just just too much attention on these like little commission-based things. But right. that's kind of where we're at right now,
1: right? Yeah, and you know, and and if the associate is focused on making money, which they they need to, and it's understandable that you know that conflict, and yeah. and it's not necessarily beneficial for their long-term development. I would imagine, yeah, it's the right position for the right person.
2: You know, through this season, we've talked about there's a DSO positions where people may make three hundred thousand dollars a year. There's other positions where people make. 125 and both of those dentists can be happy in those positions you know like you say rob but While well while i'm not a fan of the word it depends i am a, f- a fan of intentional and purposeful and find the right fit for you
1: yeah yeah no, that's good stuff so you know really you know wrapping it up now what we're talking about is this is self-help you yes. know you really if you don't you know look out for yourself and not yeah. in a bad way but you sort of keep track of this and, and check and make sure that things are happening right yeah you probably shouldn't expect everybody else to look out for you right now, even if you've got probably the most gracious office staff and and the best employer, everybody's doing their job and and I'm pretty sure that nobody's job description is double check your. your- your billing will say, you know, we're, we're
2: we're we're very busy being annoyed by our own thing, right?
1: We're very exactly. busy over our operatory.
2: so it's like it's not intentional. Right. It's survival, sure. rise, right? right? You know, so, see it for what it is, yeah.
1: right? And that's part of sort of contributing and managing up, you know, as yeah. a, as a young professional and a young associate in the practice that you're trying to contribute in a way that you're adding something. And sometimes you you might catch something that's not necessarily uh, that it's to you, the practice's detriment and to your favor. It might just be that the practice didn't build something that you did. And that's not good for anybody. So, uh, you know, you really have to, you know, do your, your thing and, and uh, play the role that that you have, which is, you know, be a productive, engaged person who's paying attention to what's going on. uh, And, and ultimately that's going to help make sure that you're getting paid what's due to you. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, thanks everybody for listening. Uh, If you like this podcast, uh, go on iTunes and give us an excellent review or google play and thanks everybody for tuning in until the next time thank you paul thanks rob
0: thanks for listening to another great podcast with the dental amigos and don't forget to tune in next time to have the dental business demystified if you're looking for more information about today's podcast you can find it on the dental amigos.com. if you're looking for paul you can find paul at dr dot And if you're looking for Rob, you can find him at yourdentallawyer.com. This podcast has been sponsored by Orange Line Media Group, helping dentists and other professionals create content people love. Find out how we can help you take your business to the next level at www.orangelinemg.com. Till next time.